You don't really need to know, or probably should. I'm Kira Revens, and this, this is the Sunday Seven. In today's episode, we look at ways to beat the heat in cities, squirrel contraceptives, and a possible end to heading in football. But first, it was on this day in 1911, American explorer Hiram Bingham discovered Machu Picchu, the lost city of the Incas. Dreaming of an island escape this summer? There's one kind of island you'll want to run far, far away from if you're trying to beat the heat. Thanks to something called the urban heat island effect, urban areas are getting hotter and climate change is only heating things up more. Take London, for example. The UK capital is experiencing hotter and drier summers that are further impacted by the urban heat island effect. This is because the sun's rays are absorbed by hard surfaces, retaining the heat and keeping the area hotter for longer. There will be places that are so hot You know, airplanes don't fly past 120 degrees. So the airport in Phoenix shuts down. iPhones shut down at 107. The asphalt melts and cars can't drive on it. That was Kathy Bachmann-McLeod. She works with leaders around the world to increase heat resilience in cities. Your number one role as an elected official is to protect people in your community, to save lives. And this agenda and this threat is solvable. And what could that solution be? Some researchers think it could be as simple as planting more trees. Venture outside during a heat wave and you'll notice a clear difference in temperature between city streets that have substantial greenery and tree cover and bare concrete pavements that are exposed to the sun all day. Imagine you're walking down a tree-lined street in the nice part of the city. It feels comfortable and cool under the shade. This experience might seem trivial, but it illustrates how trees mitigate some of the worst impacts of climate change. Research has shown that planting trees in a neighbourhood could reduce temperatures by as much as 10 degrees Celsius in the summer. And in heat waves like the one we've just seen, that could be the difference between life and death. There can be a temperature difference of 13 to 17 degrees in one city from one neighborhood to another because of concrete and black asphalt and no trees and um you know when you call them a leafy suburb we call them that for a reason because they're wealthy and well uh, canopied and cool and trees lower your utility bill they clean the water they store carbon um they cool the air i mean they're just superheroes Everyone should be able to experience trees and their benefits regardless of where they live. This is known as tree equity. Globally, work on this is rapidly evolving. In the US, the conservation organization American Forests has developed a way to access cities for their levels of tree equity to help focus investment on urban trees. In the UK, the Woodland Trust is hoping to do something similar for local areas. By 2050, it's projected that 68% of the world's population will be living, working and breathing in cities. In the context of the climate crisis and rapid urbanisation. We need a cool and green infrastructure like trees and community gardens now more than ever before. Four European bison have been released into ancient woodland in southeast England as part of a rewilding project. The project aims to explore the potential benefits such large animals can have on woodland ecosystems. These are the first bison to roam in the UK for thousands of years. This is really groundbreaking stuff and the researchers involved hope this can contribute to the scientific understanding of rewilding. The European bison is the uh, largest um, terrestrial uh, um, mammal in Europe. 
you know, they're big, powerful animals, but they're also very sort of gentle and docile, actually. In terms of what the bison are, are going to imitate or um, replicate is the, sort of the ancient aurochs and wild cattle that we would have had here. So it's really exciting that uh, yeah, the, the bison that we're going to be getting are going to be doing this job that's been lost for, for millennia, really. That was Tom Gibbs, bison ranger at the Wildwood Trust. He and his team are absolutely ecstatic at what bison in the UK could mean for our woodland ecology. From start to finish... They're helping other, you know, other species. So they they fulfil uh, sort of uh, niche, uh, ecological niches and, and they engineer the site around them. They'll debark trees, um, which is fantastic because that creates lovely standing deadwood, which is great for invertebrates, bats, woodpeckers, um, so many different other species. And they kill these trees off slowly, which is a natural process that we find in woods. They also, because of their physique, they'll go into areas of the site which are quite dark and dense and and really sort of thick with um, vegetation, and they'll punch through these and they start to create light filtering down to the ground and that gives less um, competitive plants uh, a bit of a boost and an opportunity to come through and then they uh, they dust base that's when they roll around on the ground and that's to get rid of parasites and creates lovely um, open areas of uh, bare ground which again is great for insects and they also hope these woodland beasts will have a positive impact on our warming climate something a bit poetic about the fact that the bison will be yeah uh, released into the soft release area on on the hottest day of the year because that's one of the reasons why the bison have been brought in. We can't do everything. We sometimes need to be a little bit less controlling and allow nature to sort of take a lead on the, the issues that we're seeing, you know, with the biodiversity and climate um, crises. I'm really positive that they are going to do a fantastic job and um, we're going to see a much richer and uh, alive uh, West Bleen in the very f- uh, near future. Paul Woodfield is Director General for the Wildwood Trust and he's hopeful that this project will just be the start of Europe's ecologically more diverse future. There are already three or four other organisations that are looking at the potential for a bison project inspired by this one. But the other thing that this one was, is going to do is we're bringing in really important genetic lines of bison into the country and they're going to be breeding out in this project and they'll be creating young bison to go off to other projects in the future. You know, All these animals are part of the European Endangered Species Programme so they're part of the species recovery for bison and there's so many future potential projects for them to do. This should be a real inspiration for other people to do the same and a real door opener. Still to come on the Sunday 7, the dangers of space debris and an end to heading in football. Despite the vastness of space, the laws of gravity still apply in the timings we launch into our galaxy. Now, a Canadian study is examining the risks of us Earthlings posed by falling space junk. Chinese Long March rockets, for example, once they reach space, leave behind massive boosters. And as the saying goes, what goes up must come down. In 2020, parts of one crashed in two villages in the Ivory Coast. Luckily, no one was injured. About 10 minutes earlier, parts had passed over densely populated New York City. Well, that's a, a warning about what could happen. Michael Byer a professor of the University of British Columbia is a lead author of the new study that looks at the risk abandoned rocket stages mean to people on the ground. His team analysed the last 30 years of launches and came up with odds that someone will eventually be killed. They say there's about a 10% chance it will happen in the next decade. Which is actually really small, except for the fact that it's growing because more and more rockets are being launched. The number of countries and now companies in space is skyrocketing. That means more and more debris. Even SpaceX's Falcon 9, which brings back its reusable main booster, still leaves a second stage booster in space for eventual re-entry. And they put on a dazzling starry show as they break up. Oh my God. Wow. 
bunch of little things. The Earth is big, but not that big. And researchers say we're not addressing space debris as much as we need to. Another thing the study found is that the danger is actually higher in countries that don't send up rockets because launches tend to happen near the equator. The odds are about four times higher they'll land near there too. The major space launching states, uh, they're exporting risk to the developing world. And the most frustrating part, Michael says today's technology makes all this risk completely preventable and he's calling on governments to act now before it's too late. Some of the most legendary goals in the beautiful game have been scored this way, but deliberate heading could soon be banned from football for children under 12 in England. This Football Association trial follows the 2020 introduction of guidance against heading the ball in training for kids age 18 and under. The application for trial is part of the FA's attempts to mitigate against any potential risks of heading a ball. Research has long been telling us about the dangers of head injuries and concussions in football, particularly the link with neurological illnesses. So what actually happens? happens during these sports-related head injuries. Speaking to DW News, Dr. Willie Stewart from the University of Glasgow weighs in. The brain is a, a kind of soft jelly, really floating, suspended inside your skull. And the skull, that rigid box, gives us fantastic protection. So you can, you can knock yourself in the head and not impact that soft jelly. But if you spin the head really quickly after a punch or a blow to the head, is that the skull, the head moves quickly, but the brain just moves slightly slower. And just that slight difference in the way they move creates stretch or shear on the brain substance and that causes the damage. This is where CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy comes in. The progressive brain condition was first recognised in boxers, but that now has been associated with NFL and rugby as well as football. And what we found is that overall, footballers were about three and a half times more likely to die of uh, a dementia. That figure of three and a half times higher risk of dementia or death with dementia, it ranged from uh, around a five-fold increase in deaths with motor neuron disease, uh, around a four-fold increase in deaths with Alzheimer's disease, a doubling of, of risk of deaths with Parkinson's disease. But is a header anywhere near as bad as the nasty head clashes that stop play? Well, imagine a ball weighing about half a kilogram crashing straight into your head. Whichever way you slice it, it is a head trauma. Neuroscientist Dr. Michael Gray shares his thoughts. These repetitive um, um, incidences where the where the the brain is shaking inside the skull, those cause damage. And so, anything we can do to reduce those occurrences is a good thing. Well, the new FA trial is a step in the right direction, Dr. Gray wants an outright ban of heading for children and at least a reduction for adults. It baffles me that they are are sl- so slow to pick this up. Again, it's it's the the powers that be in the game um, have this this notion that heading is such an important and an integral element to the game. I think it's really telling that football has spent millions and millions of pounds on investigating VAR. Loads more funding for that than there has been for player welfare, for looking at brain injuries. So could football ever actually consider ditching heading completely? Headers and head injuries are seen as part and parcel of the game, but maybe now the sport is ripe for change.
So to come on the Sunday 7, squirrel contraceptives and a strange signal coming from outer space. Right after this. You're listening to the Sunday 7. Follow us for your weekday news espresso. Or maybe try our UK edition. It's all in the usual places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A new scheme to give gray squirrels oral contraception is going on trial in the UK. They might not look like much of an ecological menace, but the cute grey squirrel causes huge amounts of damage to the British countryside. Introduced from North America in the 1870s, greys carry the squirrel pox virus, which does them no harm, but is fatal to native red squirrels. The UK population of reds used to be around 3.5 million, but since greys arrived, the number has dropped to under 150,000 compared to the 1.5 million greys. We don't object to individual animals. Of course, we love animals, but as a species... They're causing quite a lot of problems. People think of, of squirrels eating nuts, but they, they are, they'll eat other food as well. So they will eat birds' eggs. Um, they will eat chicks in the nest sometimes if they find them. Um, they'll even find their way into nest boxes sometimes to get at the eggs and the chicks. That was Richard Mundy, Nature Recovery Manager at the Gwent Wildlife Trust, explaining the predicament to ITV News. Grey squirrels are also a menace to trees. Between April and the end of July, they strip away the bark, interrupting the sap flow, which causes many of them to die. Some trees like oak, sycamore and beech are so vulnerable to grey squirrels that many foresters simply won't bother planting them. The traditional way of disposing of pests like grey squirrels works in the short run. But people don't like furry animals being shot, plus it's only a temporary solution. Grey squirrels breed rapidly and populations can recover quickly. That is why government scientists are exploring a more humane alternative. The plan involves luring the squirrels into feeding boxes using Nutella spread spiked with contraceptives. The idea is that squirrels will be unaffected except for not being able to reproduce. Dr Giovanna Masai is the lead scientist on the team and told the BBC progress has been good. She hopes it will be ready for rollout in the wild within two years. You could reduce them significantly, like bring them to, to the brink of local extinction or even 
um, eradicate them from some areas, provided that you can do a coordinated control over large areas. Calls of grey squirrels have long been unsuccessful, but there is hope this non-lethal plan means that their red cousins are heading towards a brighter future. Scientists have come across a mysterious radio burst signal from a galaxy far, far away. In a study published in Nature, astronomers say they've detected a very unusual radio burst. It has a pattern that's similar to a heartbeat and for now the exact location and cause of the burst are unknown. If the story sounds familiar, you wouldn't be wrong. This isn't the first time that astronomers have picked up strange radio signals from space. This type of signal, which is classified as a fast radio burst or FRB, has been observed before. Normally, the strong burst of radio waves last a few milliseconds, but the new signal was so powerful it lasted three seconds, about 1,000 times longer than average. All of this is very rare. Scientists think this could be caused by a neutron star that rotates and emits radio waves from either end, similar to a lighthouse. Dr. Danielle Michelli is an astronomer from the MIT team that discovered this latest signal. Previously, we were not able to see uh, these neutron stars emitting radio waves from other galaxies because they are not energetic enough, they are not luminous enough. This is the first time where we may have detected a neutron star from so far away. Chris Hadfield is a Canadian astronaut and joined Virgin Media Television to break this down. When when a star uh, starts to use up all of the fuel that's in it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then collapses in on itself. And when it does that, it's sort of like a figure skater that has been turning at a certain speed. And as soon as the figure skater pulls their arms in, they suddenly spin way faster. And you've probably seen it at the Olympics. That happens to stars. And when they get spun in like that, suddenly you have this a very active old remnant spinning incredibly quickly and you see the pulses of energy coming from it. And so it's as if uh, a figure skater was yelling and every time their voice came around, you could hear their voice. Some of them spin fairly slow and some incredibly fast. We call them, you know, pulsars or, or magnetars. And that's probably what we're hearing out there. But it's also just kind of a little bit weird to hear something from the darkness of space that is, you know, the same sort of rhythm as your own heart. It, it makes you, you know, just think there's got to be life out there. kind of heat human sweat to keep cool hippos wallow in the mud but as Eloise Hunt from the Natural History Museum explains birds have different ways to beat the heat birds have a range of ways they stay cool some will migrate or they'll move up mountains to find cooler climates Some will raise up their wings to increase airflow to their skin. Some birds, like toucans, can even change the blood flow through their beaks to get rid of excess heat. 
And this is similar to how humans increase blood flow to their skin to regulate temperature. Like dogs, birds can pant. And this moves heat from inside their bodies to outside. This is more efficient than in mammals because birds have a one-way lung system. So, while panting might seem strange to us, humans and birds both use water and airflow to regulate their temperatures. This has been the Sunday 7. However you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. with a regular Smart 7 Ireland edition. Have a great rest of the weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.